Ready to pop the question and take advantage of 30% off? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com to get 30% off. Select lab-grown diamonds. That's BlueNile.com for 30% off lab-grown diamonds. BlueNile.com. There is one story that was written that I basically ruined the ecosystem of Hampstead Heath by taking back a giant coconut crab from the Yap Islands. I know, you couldn't write it. (laughs) Hello, everybody, and welcome to Vicky Patterson, The Secret 2. I am joined by one of my all-time favourite women this week. It is the one, the only, Mylene Class. Oh, reaching through, giving you a big virtual hug. Oh, mate, I wish. I'm missing yeah. hugs, I think. I think yep. that's one of the things I miss most. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and going out and yes. just not knowing what the rules are. Do you remember when you used to meet somebody and you didn't know if you went in for one kiss, one hug, two kisses? Now you just sort of awkwardly stand there. That's if you even out at all. <laughs> Get on this, right? That always reminds me. I used to, I went out with this Argentinian fellow once. We only went out a couple of times and I bumped into <laughs> into his family when we were shopping I must have stood there for about 45 <laughs> minutes there was about six of them and you do like four kisses yeah, like two on yeah. either side yeah, I'm Filipino. Yeah, oh, yeah. Well, I was embarrassed at the time, but I thought the long for those days now. Yeah, you'd be straight in. <laughs> oh yeah, I'll you, be giving. You. I'll be giving everyone kisses when this is over. I'm gonna be right behind you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate, how have you been? I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Do you know what? It's funny because I, I, I think about what's been going on in lockdown, and whilst it feels like it's been forever, and obviously, you know, we're coming up to a year now. Well, it's a year. So my daughter is having a second lockdown birthday. So that really marks it for me. But also I think of the things that have happened. And there's been some, you know, yeah, you have to look at the good things. Otherwise, you'd just you'd go mad, wouldn't you? Yeah. I know. And honestly, like, I have a tendency at the moment, like, 2021, I was fine with lockdown in 2020. But for some reason, this one has punched us in the dick. It's rubbish weather and all the rest of it. So I've been a little bit doom and gloom recently, Mylene. So I'm hoping... No, no, we're going to pull you out of that. We've got to pull you out of that. Otherwise, is that thing, because I try to, because I've got children, it's like you mm. can't, as much as you want to feel like that, you can't, because otherwise they go down with you. So if you're the captain of the ship and you're like, we're doomed... Yeah. then you're going to set you're going to set everybody else off so even yeah. if I want to feel doomed and have that minute where I just want to just you know wallow in my sorrow I can't I can't do it can't do it because all the shipmates are going to go overboard as well so I just <laughs> think you know what that idea of living in the now and trying to find the good in it I'm really I'm really trying just for their sake alone <laughs> just so that we don't all jump overboard <laughs> no but honestly Mylene having you on today your trademark smile that impossible positivity I know you're going to get me out of this little whingy hole I've managed to get myself in do you know what I think eventually you're going to have to pull yourself out of it anyway so I don't want to be the <laughs> annoying person like in the corner sort of singing yeah if you're happy and you know it clap your hands although that is kind of my role at the moment I think that if I did that in my house if I wallowed one second too long yeah we would be in a giant hole so I just don't have that I just can't do it 
And I know that a lot of people want to do that, but yeah, I can't. You've got a whole house of people relying on you. And I think yes. like if you are in my position, which is childless, maybe even living on your own, whatever, then you can be a bit self-indulgent. But as a mother of three, you just don't have that luxury, do you? I'm a mother of three. and I'm a stepmother to two. That's seven people in my household that are all looking to me for the answers from what they should eat for dinner to why is the Wi-Fi yeah. not working to how do I do fronted adverbials to uh, how come you're not going to work? Shouldn't you be going? to work now yeah yeah I should be but I'm still trying to make sure that you're dressed and had your breakfast like it's just non-stop and then I get to work and then there's those questions but at least I feel like my brain's being stimulated and then I come home and it's just non-stop on top of that all the extra things as well you know it's like how are we going to get dinner tonight and how are we going to deal with you know Ava's got a music exam Hero's got a music exam it's just we've got moths we've now got moths it's just you know normal life stuff and life admin that just everything's everything's just harder at the minute and you can either let it just swallow you up or you can just go no not today not today covid no not today (laughs) i'm starting to get the impression you've got a lot on your plate yeah i've got a lot on my plate there are days i just (laughs) i've got one friend who's like oh i don't know what i'm gonna do because i've nearly watched all of netflix (laughs) and i'm like you what what oh my Mylene, I'm really sorry, but that has been my latest gripe recently as well. I'm like, there's just, I've just done everything on Netflix. We are at polar opposite ends of this lockdown spectrum, aren't we? Oh Do you my hate me? gosh. No, do you know what? I just want to know, just, I just want to know how the Queen's Gambit ends. That's all. Cause I'm watching it in like 20 minute stints. It's got that bad. <laughs> Oh, mate, it is a blinder. Persevere with that I know, but everyone finished it 20 years ago. You know, you all finished it like at the start of COVID. I'm still trying to get to the end of it. So, look, I'm not, I'm certainly not complaining about it. And it definitely keeps me busy. And in many circumstances, it keeps me buoyant and does take my mind off things. But, uh, yeah, people have got different circumstances at the moment. That's for sure. And so, good for you. Enjoy your Netflix. Enjoy the ending of Queen's Gambit, whatever happens to her. (laughs) I feel like you're mad. I'm going to move on. (laughs) Just fucking fuming. (laughs) Have you managed to do Bridgerton? Is that a stupid question? No, I'm not there yet. I did watch The Gentleman there last night. I'm about three years behind on that too. It's good. But yeah, I like that as well though. Hugh Grant. (gasps) Hugh Grant? Is that even Hugh Grant? How good is he? I have seen him in the same role for the last 20 years and then all of a sudden he just plays this blinder. I loved it. Dithering Englishman with like the floppy mane. And then suddenly he came out with that gem that I was like squealing at the TV. Like what? Gay bad boy journalist. Like I loved it. I've got plenty of time for that. All day, Hugh. All day long. So you've got three children of your own, two stepchildren. You are still working through lockdown. Not only that, Mylene, but for some reason you've decided to take on the entire nation's children (laughs) by giving music classes online through lockdown. How do you cope? I have loved that. So when online online classes started and everyone was freaking out about how they're going to structure the day, how they're going to make it work, we don't know how to give these Mm. lessons. The one lesson that I know how to give, because back back in the day I used to be a music teacher that's what I used to do that's how I used to earn my pocket money and it was just that was an opportunity that I saw as a little bit of sanity something that would galvanize my troops here at home that my girls could do just it was felt like something that we could do that would be us doing our bit so you know we saw 
people that were, you know, getting involved with um, fitness and, and maths and, and cooking. And none of those are my forte, but what would be my forte in, on this section that I understand and I guess can get the message out to others and just just give those parents or anyone that just hasn't picked an instrument up just that half an hour. I, I've loved doing it. I really have. I can't yeah. believe the uptake as well that people are like, okay, it's not just about playing chords and like I can play that song or saying I don't have an instrument, but you know, the intricacies of music. Apparently it ups your IQ by 10%, Vicky. No. Yeah, because you're looking at paradiddles or sonatos, different um, histories of music, you know, uh, different composers. It's just, you know, it's a real journey so it's like your own netflix that you're building for yourself it's been lovely to do i've really loved it really loved oh it my God, i had no idea but that doesn't surprise us at all like the con i remember the concentration that used to be involved when i used to play the recorder ah no if you see i draw the line somewhere <laughs> you mean i couldn't join in with me recorders you can you bring your recorder i'm only i jest i jest <laughs> bring your recorder all instruments or non-instruments welcome bring it all <laughs> But that is the thing, like throughout lockdown, I know I found whenever I was active, whenever I was doing something, especially like reaching out and helping others, I found that I didn't feel so sad and everything didn't feel as bleak. No, I've seen the work you've been doing. I've seen it. It's incredible. My own girls have done what you've been doing with the food banks because I want them to know, do you know what? It might feel like this for you. It's a hell of a lot worse for so, so many. We were putting together what was, I think, £35 in a bag and Mm -hmm. of food you know, those are the, each of the donations. And it was just staggering the impact that, that it was having, you know, on people feeling extremely grateful to have something and also people not being able to find that money to have that dinner that day. And this is around Christmas. This is for Christmas dinner. Yeah. So, you know, then my girls, they went up and down the neighborhood and we were just trying to find a way to gather up more food and, and clothes and things that you wouldn't even necessarily think were missing at the moment that you just, yeah. you know, t- you do, you forget, you just take for granted. So yeah, it, it the only thing worse than obviously this lockdown is what people are going through in their internal lockdowns. Of course. And like you do though, I think this this situation we're all in has made everybody's lives that much smaller. Like we're in these tiny bubbles and it's so easy to become obsessed and focus just on your little lives. But yeah, I find that whenever I think about others, whenever I branch out, suddenly things don't seem that bad. My daughter's been doing some work on tsunamis and Mm -hmm. I could give her my photos from when I went out after the Indonesian tsunami and I went out to the Philippines because that's where it was far reaching in Asia. And so she's got my photos of what an actual crisis catastrophe looks like. And it's when you're then sharing those images and those stories and what you actually saw when, you know, when there was no water, there was no shelter. We were, we were over there as part of an NGO group with Save the Children. We were there trying to build shelters with no trees. We had hammers and nails and mm-hmm. no tarpaulin. We had nothing. And so when yeah. you go from that point and you know how bad it can be, that mm. even even though, look, I'm not saying we're in a good situation, far from it, There's you know there are people dying, but we are in a position where if we can do our bit, which yes. is wear your mask or stay at home or whatever your bit might be, we can do it. And that, that in itself is empowering. No, you're so right. Like I've literally just done a post on Instagram this morning about how, listen, I know kindness 
is not going to bring this whole global pandemic to a standstill. I know it's not, but it certainly couldn't fucking hurt. And that's just where I'm at now. That's how I want to like get rid of me January blues. That's the mindset I want to take into February. Take a leaf out of your book, a little bit of positivity, a little bit of (laughs) kindness, turn that frown upside down. That's what I'm thinking. Ricky. Get that grey tracksuit on like the two of us have got on. And you know what? Save the it. world. We're today. We are twinning. Your hair looks so much nicer than mine, mine. That's because this, that these, these are covering the roots. Look at the rootage. It's to there now. Look at that. It looks like you've got a balayage though. It's nice. I know because it's washed out. <laughs> this is an accident. I don't, know how, I don't know how this has happened. It's just a happy accident. I have not done this. You look, you're rocking it, mate. I Thank spotted you. some greys the other day, mind. And honestly, that was enough. I thought you were going to say to me, you spotted some greys, mind. No. Wow. No, in mine, mine. And I was like, that's it. I'm box dying it. Holly Willoughby makes it look fucking easy. I'm going for it. You can do I'm it. Going. Listen, if she says it's okay, it's okay. We trust her. She's, all right. I'm going to be complaining to her, mate, if anything goes wrong. <laughs> so you've said before that you describe yourself as like a feisty mom. Yeah. Are you, do, yeah. And you still yeah. stand by that? Too right. Like, I think people say feisty is a bad thing. Like if, you know, mm. if a guy, it's that thing again, you know, if a guy's feisty, if a guy is, well, you don't even say guys are feisty. It's a bit, yeah, it does seem to be a word used to describe women. Like guys are assertive, but women are bossy. Yeah. It's that, isn't it? And I'm like, I, I want to be. A man would just be strong yeah yeah direct yeah. whereas you know she's just a bit arsey I, I i like i want to be feisty too right because me too i want my girls to know that there's a you know it's like mama lion leading the pack it's that thing again it's like even if you don't feel like being strong that day it's like there are people around you to, who need you to be strong because otherwise and I, i'm not saying that that's not to say you, you can't show them that you're having a bad day or that you're sad because also that's important that you know they know that you have feelings and that it's okay for them <laughs> to have those feelings too but you I do think that you can get into a massive pity party and if you can't get out of that then it can be really destabilizing for children so yeah. we have our moments we'll definitely have our moments and I'll have my moments when I'm struggling I'm having a tough day today and then I'll say but I'm gonna do this I'll try and find a solution hmm. but you're so right though like I think if I you never hear a man just described as feisty do you no like a, a, a man is str- he's a straight shooter he's yeah. strong yeah like, you know what i mean he's a captain of industry <laughs> if it's a woman she's a bitch yeah you know? oh she, she's you want to watch out for her she's feisty yeah oh, too right Just, watch out yeah oh <laughs> me i would i'll if i am ever blessed to be a mother i will 110 percent be a feisty mom definitely but here's the thing and that's you know you've said it just then you know what I've been through to have my children so I do feel very very blessed I feel infinitely blessed and I just think that you know if if somebody else's comment is something that they feel they can take down these you know these children that I have raised and been trying to raise Mm. you know if, if someone else can make my children feel like that then you know it's I'm not doing my job I have to teach them and empower them from the inside out I need to make my children bulletproof so those comments or those feelings whatever is you know is sent in their direction just bounce off imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt now imagine them getting even softer over time 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Ready to pop the question and take advantage of 30% off? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com to get 30% off. Select lab-grown diamonds. That's BlueNile.com for 30% off lab-grown diamonds. BlueNile.com yeah oh mate like I think in my pers- in my very humble opinion I know I don't have kids of my own but I think you're doing like an incredible job like oh, your girls little Apollo like so lovely I watch your little Insta stories and stuff <laughs> and you've just got such a nice little brood mate you should be very proud of yourself and what you're doing and how you're raising your kids I'm very thankful because I think a lot of people did think I was going to fail and I was a single mum for a very long time and it, it can be you know it, you do have to really know yourself, you think, mm. so to be able to, again, lead your brood and to believe in what you're doing is right. And even if it's not right, it might be just right for your family, but that is enough. Yeah. And you, I very, very quickly learned that you cannot please everybody. And, you know, you, you really can't. And like, we're seeing it no. now. People are finding the cure for COVID and it's still not enough. It's like, <laughs> it's nothing's enough for some people. So yeah. I just want it just to be enough for my family. And so whatever goes on, you know, I, I think maybe there's age, maybe that's experience. You do realise just what does and doesn't matter. And the things people say, I do feel like I'm pretty indelible on that front because I've been through so much in my life I, I I feel quite indelible to you know many if not all comments but so you should like it's not just experience it's not just like everything you've been through Mylene like you've proved loads of people wrong you've proved how strong you are yourself but other than that like I read somewhere it was a daft Instagram quote but it was like other oh, people's opinions just don't pay your bills they don't pay your mortgage <laughs> they just don't I think I wrote that quote <laughs> I think it was along the lines of, yeah, your opinion only matters if you pay my mortgage. That's just me. <laughs> so, yeah, it doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. And I don't know why, like, honestly, in this day and age, so many people think they are, I know we're all entitled to our opinion, but it's... No, like, we're it's, not. We're not. That's the thing. <laughs> people say, look, everyone should have their own opinion, but no, some people shouldn't have their opinion myself included like in a medical field I haven't been to medical school I don't know even I don't know all the names of the bones in my hand or my arm or let alone my entire body so why should I have an opinion on what you need to do with your body you you know what you should get that looked at because I think you should you should take this because you know no I'm out of the game on this one because I haven't got a clue. And I find it staggering. I I just find it staggering. Oh, it's just my opinion. Like, why? when did science get beaten by opinion? Because you wouldn't trust me to operate on your brain. Rightly so. 
And I wouldn't trust me to operate on my brain because I have zero idea. And yet we've got to a point socially now where it's, it's everyone's voice should be heard. And I think we need to actually start thinking about that because, you know, we've got ourselves into all manner of trouble as a, as a, as a result of that. You know, people who don't deserve to be heard on certain things. There are certain things that, you know, from racism all the way through to bigotry, through to yeah. gaslighting. It's just your opinion. It's not, it's not it shouldn't be out there oh mate like I never really thought about it like that but again you are like it's a really good point for me like I would never ever in a million years dare to give my opinion on for example how someone was else was raising their child like it just feels like it's just not an area I jump into and yet there are some women and probably some men who sit behind like a keyboard and tell like mummy keyboard warriors tell people how they should raise their children and you've experienced this haven't you like day in day out I mean you can just have it even if you're just walking down the road you know your baby might be screaming because they didn't want to sit in their pram and um, and it's the safest place for them because you're about to cross the road you know they're cold no they're not they're not they're not Karen they're not they're fine they're hungry they've just eaten Karen it's just those kinds of things you don't know what someone's circumstances are I mean I've uh, all I did was breastfeed my baby and my god you'd think I was holding a missile you know you it, it was insane some of the things that people came out with in their opinion it was unbelievable and when you break it down, if it's like you've decided, you've decided to, you know, over-sexualize this, you've decided mm, yeah. to then put that out there as your view, you know, I, I never felt the need to put that out on social media. There's a lot of those kinds of things as well, but I'm yeah. not, but here you are on social media putting out a very, uh, uh forced view in the other direction. Yeah. So, I do find it staggering, but yes, you know, you know, I've breastfed all my children and I did what I thought was right for my children. I was not saying you should do the same thing. I was not saying you shouldn't do the same thing. I was actually making zero judgment on anything you do because short of breastfeeding my babies, I didn't even want to brush through my hair, you know? And in my opinion, (laughs) I judged myself. (laughs) I judged myself in my opinion for that, but you do come to a point where you just say, oh God, enough, seriously, just let a girl live. That's it. And in spite of like all of these other people's opinions and input to how you're choosing to raise your kids or whatever, you still think it's super important to share your journey through on social media, share how you're raising kids. Is that is that why it's important to you? I think it's important. I think it's important just to be the girl that I think I am when I say who I am to my girls. So if I am, let's say that feisty mum, if I'm that woman that stands and I say to you, my girls, you know, you know, make sure that you don't pull the ladder up behind you, you know, make sure you get all the women up there with you yeah. you know you don't want to be that one person I, do I always think of when I was in a band I finally got to a place where I was like yeah I can go on holiday I've now got my first paycheck I've paid off yeah. my student loan and then none of my friends could go because they were at college and then didn't have any money yeah and I just that's what I always think about it's actually I was far from at the top we're not talking Beyonce levels but <laughs> I was in a position where my friends were still struggling to pay off their student loans and couldn't get out of yeah. college and I just think it's that's quite lonely you know thus you spend all your time you know in the band then thinking I'll have a sabbatical we'll have our holiday and then you end up going on holiday with the band because they're the only ones who've got the same schedule and some finance behind them and then suddenly you're creating your own sort of bubble again and I think it's really important it's so important you know my, my, my 
my background is a very humble background. You know, I, yeah. I wouldn't have gone to music college if I hadn't got a scholarship. It wouldn't have been something my parents could afford. My dad was in the mm. Navy. My mum was a nurse, the NHS. So you do realise that, yeah, so you do just think, well, <laughs> you've got to appreciate what everyone else is going through and just keep a real grip on reality. I think, do you know what, mate? I think, like, you can never win sometimes, especially on social media. But what does winning look like? Winning is not being the person getting into a vacuous argument with somebody you've never met and then thinking you've won because you've got the final full stop. It, it, what does winning yeah. look like? Winning to me looks like actually just being able to close that down or laugh at it or show my children it. I make sure I don't shield them from some yeah. of the things that are said so that they then know how to cope with it. I once said to Ava, what do you think about this comment? And she went, well, it doesn't seem to bother you, so it doesn't bother me. And I thought, I've Aww. taught, I've used that to teach rather than I'm going to hide these comments from her. I'm going to make yeah. sure they know what's being said. There's um, something in our household that we always refer to when we all say it's not as bad as Crabgate. And there was a story a long time ago. <laughs> I like the Queen, I do believe. Never complain, never explain. There is one story that was written that I basically ruined the ecosystem of Hampstead Heath by taking back a giant coconut crab from the Yap Islands. I know, you couldn't write it. The truth is... <laughs> I went to the App Islands. I played mm -hmm. the piano for, with a tribe. It's like Bono. It's like straight out of like Bono's <laughs> best ever dream. I wrote, a, I wrote a song with a tribe on the App Islands. I came home. Love my it. daughters were helping me unpack my suitcase. And a crab the size of a 20p piece, if not smaller, crawled out of my bag. And we've got the video of it. Ava was beside herself. It's like, this is so exciting. We kept the crab alive as long as we possibly could. He was a long way from home. It was a pure accident <laughs> that he was in my bag. I, All this to a say... A He was a stowaway. <laughs> I made the phone call to the aquarium in front of the girls. And I said, look, you know, I've got this little crab. He needs a home. Can you make sure you take him on Monday? And they agreed. And it was all lovely, yeah. you know. And the poor <laughs> little crab, he, he didn't make it to the Monday. So um, no. I told the girls I'd drop him at the aquarium. He'd be fine. They didn't see that I put him in the garden. And mm -hmm. I was I was talking about this at a press conference, you know, when we were talking about the programme itself, about playing mm -hmm. with the Islanders and the Yap Island and the piano. I mean, it's incredible. We got a grand piano part through Nagasaki all the way through to the Yap Islands to a tribe that had not mixed with Westerners for centuries. And the biggest part of the story was the stowaway crab. crab. What am I yeah, going to miss I'm from the Yap Islands? And I said the crab, but I've released him onto the heat. He's behind George Michael's um, house. And the story yeah. that came out was the crab that they pictured was two foot long and I had ruined the... Uh, the ecosystem. I'd ruined Hampstead Heath. People were coming forward saying that I, my crab had attacked people's dogs. And I just think, no. I showed this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody's dog was with somebody's, yeah, they, they saw the crab and it tried to get their terrier. There were photos of journalists walking around the heath with the with the nets. And my girls watched all no. of this. And it, it was so brilliant because they saw with their own eyes in real time how something can just run away and Snowball. become so exaggerated that they 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 loved every minute of it because it was just like real life crazy just playing out. It was like a mad story. All this but a say, real life fairy tale. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, all this to say, you know, we've got. I think they they understand what the line is now between my work and what's said, and when people have an opinion, and whether it's mm. one worth listening to or not, because you know the truth. 
well, that's it. And they've seen firsthand there what is real and what is not and what is in between and how much relevance it actually has on their life. I think the only way you do get to win in these situations is by doing exactly what you're doing now, which is keeping your head held high, completely doing what you think is best and paying very little attention to anybody who tells you otherwise. Uh, Basically, me make my USP right there. <laughs> That's oh my it. God. If you're not one of the little people that lives in my house or my gorgeous fiance, then you know what? It's I, I can I can live with my decisions. It's okay. Well, I for one, I think you're doing a very fucking good job. Right back at you. Right back at you. And you know, I see the missiles. I see the missiles that come in your direction. And you know, yeah. you bat you bat them off. You bat them off. But there's always a few that you just think, you know, if you're having a bad day or you, 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 you I think I suppose. It's just one of those things that you just do learn to go. It really doesn't matter. My gosh, like, yeah. like can, can you remember? I was going to say, can you remember where you were this time last year? But it's probably exactly where we are right now. <laughs> <laughs> Very <laughs> similar setup. I mean, different tracksuit mebbies. Yeah. <laughs> My balayage was kind of about there. It was just a true bleach. Um, but I, I think, you know, in 10 years' time, in one year's time, it, just, it won't matter. No, no. You're right. Oh, me. Would we're at the end of part one, but I want to know if you'll come back to part two to chat with yeah, more. Will you? I'm in. Yes. yes. I think my crab story was basically the entire of part one. Shut up <laughs> about the crab. No one cares. But no, I actually can't wait for the headline about this podcast to be like Mylene <laughs> Class has got crabs. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win, and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode, and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc.